today's episode, we're going to talk about Ashley Judd, Legal Loopholes, and Joey J. And guess, guess what? What? I got a motherfucking haircut. You got a haircut. It looks cute. Thank you. I know. I like it. It's very faded on the sides. I know. But not like Nazi on the top, so you're great. Oh, I was going for a little Z Kyle. But, oh, right. well, you didn't oh. cut your mustache correct. This, this is accurate. I don't, I, don't, I don't have a Hitler stash. Welcome to the show, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, How's it going? Um, it's all right. I mean, again, I feel like it's always, uh, how are you? Literally nothing has changed. Right. You know I mean? like, well, okay. So I actually have a niece now. Um, she was, my sister-in-law was in labor, I think in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, she has successfully, she is now with child. No, she's with a child. She, she now has a child. Has, she is she no longer hath, with child. She hath child. I see. Perfect. That's the way we normally say it in American English. Well done. Yeah. Um, well, congrats. Thank you. Her name is um, Jolina, which is, it's like, Joe. Please don't steal my man. Yeah. I know. Well, and so I joke that they named, I they, for some reason, I have the dumbest joke, which is anytime someone tells me like, oh my God, like I'm pregnant or my wife is pregnant or whatever. I'm like, oh my God. And you're going to name it after me. Oh my God. And just like, even though they, they're not going to name it Joe. And right. I just do that because I think it makes people a little uncomfortable because they think I'm serious. And sure. so obviously that's what I did to my brother and sister-in-law <laughs> and i was right. like oh my god you named her after me and they're like um what well they kind of did i know right? so i'm gonna call her joe i already know that i'm gonna call her joe she's right. the cutest thing in the universe she's tiny itty bitty teeny weeny um yellow polka dot bikini yes, all that 100 just sure. she's just the littlest human because she that's what she is literally right so she's gonna listen to this one day Hi, Jolina. <laughs> I hope she does not. She only listens to this one episode. Yes. Um, so that's what's new with me. Otherwise, it's the exact fucking... Okay, I have... My appetite is mm. out of control. And I think Literal it's... Literal same. And I think it's because I'm, like, eating somewhat healthier, which mm. is good. But then whenever I eat healthy, I want to eat more because healthy food sucks. It's seemingly just less filling, yes. right? Like this is That's my, what I mean by sucks. Get with it. My friend bringing a salad for lunch when I was uh, working at the university. And I mean, it was a huge fucking bowl because mm-hmm. she's just like, just for this to be any kind of filling, I have to eat a pound and a half of like spinach. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to go get a burger. They're like, yeah, it's, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Made me feel great about myself. So, in other words, I'm I just don't care, and I'm hungry, and I want to eat everything. So that's that's my life. I have a niece, and I'm hungry. What What about you? I'm also constantly hungry, um, but I have Girl Scout cookies, chocolates, um, and I Damn. will randomly order a deep dish pizza like I did yesterday for lunch. I mean, listen, I'm jealous of your life and your choices. <laughs> well, those are the only ones. Um, I also so. My lease is up mm-hmm. at the end of July. So I, and we told our landlord that we weren't going to live here next year. So either right. stay here. We've talked about this, right? Yes, um, on stay the here or whatever. Yeah. I've made kind of a decision, but it's really, it's like a decision to like punt the decision. You know what I mean? Okay. It's like a, it's like a stopgap. But, yeah. um, it's... so what I think I'm going to do is, um, is like rent an Airbnb for like a month and just stay at different places. Yeah. Um, and uh, like, this is assuming my job stays remote. Um, but I think it will. And so be able to do that and just be like, okay, well this month I'm going to live wherever. So like in the fall, I would like to get up to like New York and new England. <gasps> Speaking I my know. language. I Hello. know. I know I get leaves and I get weather and, and, scarves and like that but then the second it gets any kind of cold i'm gonna go to the south (laughs) absolutely (laughs) i think there was there was like a place i found in south carolina which i loved 
Um, nice. And then that would be like for that, and then come back to around back to St. Louis and stay with my sister for the holidays. And then for the first part of 2022, go west. So do Denver, Santa Fe, out to California, come back to Canab, and then Denver and back to St. Louis. I'm a little jealous, but at the same I, time, I'm also not because that would be way too much movement for me. And I would miss... I figured it's it's just like every month or two. You know what I mean? Like there's a one I want to stay there for like a month and a half. So like that wouldn't be too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just I know that the day that it comes that I have to drive like a... 10 hour drive or something to the next place. I'm going to just not want to do it. Right. But the way I'll deal with it is by eating the entire time. <laughs> well, so just, just, just plan it so that y- you, you know, the places you want to go are not that far apart. Right. This is kind of what I was thinking with. Um, so I wanted to be in new England in the fall, which means I'd still have like August, early September. And so I'm like, well, I guess I'll just, I'll go to like a halfway point, which is like Ohio. <laughs> Don't do that. I know, but first of all, Ohio is great. Um, but but it's also like it's it's still going to be pandemic times. You know what I mean? So it's like right. anywhere I go, I'm not going to like a city city. So it's like I guess I'll go to like some like not tiny town, but like the outskirts of something or or a lake somewhere or something, so I can commune with nature and be <laughs> one with the world. That sounds lovely. Also, commune with nature is a spell in Dungeons and Dragons that druids have. So I was going to say I need just, to become the druid that I've made. So we're good. Just letting you know. Um, fabulous. Well, we have a packed episode. Do you want to just like dive right in? Let's do it. Let's dive. Hey, Joe. So, have you ever killed your husband when you took him out on a boat? Not on a boat. Several other places at several different points, but not a boat. Same same, same husband. Yeah. Wow. I bring impressive. him back. Bring him back. Kill him again. Bring him back. Kill him again. He's a. He's you a, only date wear cats. He's a zombie. He's a zombie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I ask because, as you know, mm-hmm. um. I have been like my the only movies that I was watching for a while were pre two thousand because I was trying to escape into the past. Sure, absolutely. So, so during one of those one of these times, I watched the movie uh, Double Jeopardy. Mm. So I mm. haven't watched a lot of these. So there's this is I always Ashley say this Judd. To people Ashley Judd. Ashley Judd yeah. yes Ashley Judd um, and Tommy Lee Jones I believe yes sure. Um, and the dad is someone too, but I don't remember. Or no, the husband. <laughs> yeah, I imagine he is someone. He's someone, but I'm, I, don't, I can't think of his name right now, so I don't really. He's no one to me. Um, but I always say, I'm always like, well, my dad has failed because there's a lot of like 90s movies or 80s movies that I just haven't seen because mm-hmm. um, he liked older movies a lot of the times or sometimes, so I'd watch those. Um, so I haven't seen a lot of these. But you've but you've seen Double Jeopardy, right? Or no? no. Oh, this was the first time. So this was my first time. So a lot of these movies I haven't seen before. So it's like The Bodyguard got me into, I was like, ooh, maybe thrillers. So I watched like that, The Pelican Brief. I watched um, Double Jeopardy. So I watched Double Jeopardy. And so I guess it brought up the question of like, how real is this? Because I know I've talked to you and <laughs> I've answer, talked to a bunch of lawyers. The answer is 100% factual. That's, right. that's the right. answer. Ashley Judd, it turns out, is a, a, a prison-educated lawyer, so it's fine. Um, so the idea being is that she she goes she she doesn't know about this, but she goes out. She's rich, and her husband is rich, or whatever. And they go out for like a romantic evening, um, and they're on their boat in the middle of the like Puget Sound or whatever the fuck. And she ends up waking up in the middle of the night, surrounded by blood and a bloody knife. Her husband is nowhere to be found. So she's sitting there being like, what the hell's going on? And then the Coast Guard comes up and finds her right. um, and gets her and brings her back. And they prosecute her and say that you murdered your husband and dumped his body at sea. And she um, got off because she's white and pretty. I know. I've seen it. <laughs> no. So she goes to jail for seven years. Um, oh, OK. Yeah. She goes to jail. Good. The thing is, but she she gets convicted, does her time. And that, and, but like she, while she was in prison, she like escaped for something. I She got out for she, some reason. Wait, she did? She gets out for a minute. I think it's because she's like, it's, there's a, listen, I watched it a while ago. Was I drinking wine? Didn't Probably, she become so. kind of like a tough girl too? Like she was like, yeah, I'm with like the lesbians. Right. Well, she gets out. She finds out. So she finds out where the person who was raising her kid left to. 
because she just like w- disappeared. Mm. So she called this woman and she's like, where's my kid? And she's like, what are you talking about? And then in the background, she hears the kid yell, Daddy! <laughs> so so then Ashley Judd is like, oh my God, he's alive. Was it was it stabbed. Daddy or was it Zaddy? It was... It was <laughs> <laughs> he was yeah, like six, it was a, six years old, maybe? Six years old. It was, no, it was, hello, Daddy. That's what it was. <laughs> the, and so so he, she's like, oh my God, he's alive. He's He's faked his death. And so then she's getting That's, really Okay, can it. we just time out? That is quite the logical leap to go from, like, I heard a kid who maybe was mine say, Daddy. Okay, so, like, he didn't. Maybe she remarried and he calls him Daddy. Like, I don't know. That's a leap, Ashley Judd, but continue. Well, it's, Fam- listen, it's families, Ashley Judd. I'm not gonna... Families are structured in all different ways, okay? <laughs> I, I 100% agree with you. If this movie tapped into that, I would have loved it. But it didn't. It went straight for violence. So she's like, ooh, he's alive. She goes back. She's in prison again. And she's like, I'm going to fucking get out of here and tell people on him. And um, and one of her prison mates was like, don't do it. You've already be con- been convicted of his death and his murder. Mm-hmm. So you cannot be convicted for the same crime twice. Yep. Okay. So double jeopardy clause. You should of- always listen to other prisoners who clearly yeah. are very, you know, up on the law. Well, they might be if they're reading the law in the library all the time. But this one seems to be like, so it's fine. So so this got me interested a little bit to be like, <laughs> my understanding is that that's not how double jeopardy works. Mm. Um, but fill me in a little bit. Sure. So, okay. Granted, everyone, you know the spiel. It's been like five years since I've practiced criminal law. I'm not I'm not an expert, so shut the fuck up with your comments. All You're right. already getting really defensive. I'm already defensive and I'm angry. <laughs> um, I don't know what that voice is, but I'm a New Yorker again all of a sudden. Yeah, so, I, um, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so obviously we all know enough to know, like, yeah, this is not how it works. So the government can't retry a case. So, like, it's if you're acquitted... Um, and then it's like relitigating facts that have already been found by a jury. So like um, if a jury found, uh, you know, a set of facts, um, then you can't like have them refine new facts generally. And that's like under this concept of collateral estoppel, which is like a civil thing that just means you can't like constantly relitigate the same thing over and over again. Cause then like you need finality in the law. So um it does not mean that if you were mistakenly convicted the first time that you get a free pass to kill someone <laughs> because you have, quote unquote, already been convicted. Right. The crime. I mean, had you killed someone a second time, you could still be convicted. You might have been owed like reparations for the wrongful conviction in the first sense. So maybe the government um well first of all you would have to sue um in essentially a like a wrongful mm-hmm. conviction action and you'd have to prove the standard is actual innocence so in this case obviously Ashley Judd's character could prove she was actually innocent cuz the guy was still alive um <laughs> but uh but she could absolutely then be convicted for the mur- the following murder that happened in a different time under a different set of facts and yada 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 right so it seems to be so it's like a misunderstanding of what like the same crime means right exactly. yes we're calling it we're calling it murder and so it sounds like the same crime but really when we were talking about the same crime we mean like you killed this man with this weapon on this boat at this time on this day yes whereas it's like okay cool if that didn't happen the the other set of argument is like actually you killed this man with a gun in new orleans Right. With Tommy Lee Jones watching. You know what I mean? Like, like that's a different crime. Yes, exactly. And right. yeah. And it gets into all these nuanced things about relitigating, relitigating issues that you found, but also think about it in how many circumstances is this going to be the case that, that someone theoretically died. They never found the body and the person actually was still alive. That is almost never going to happen. Trying a murder case without a body is no prosecutor is going to do that unless they are so confident that on the all the other other evidence they have like someone admits to it 
and then you know they have a recording of it um that it's just never going to happen so you don't have that issue because if the person was wrongfully convicted you, you well you know that the victim was actually dead the first time right so you can't kill someone who's already dead so that's why this movie presents this like insane theory and and why people are like oh my god it's so interesting double jeopardy and for decades has caused people to like be confused about what double jeopardy is right and so like it, could it be no and like i was like could it be double jeopardy <laughs> if she lured him to the boat into the place that she and like made it look like all the things happened, but it's just a different no. time it's a different time yes. right so it's a new crime yes okay it's different um so I have a question. Why are we talking about this? Okay, so so <laughs> this so everyone describes at least the way that I've always read about this is or heard about it is that it's a legal loophole. Is that actually true or is it actually written no. to the law? It's it's, 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 it's actually in the like, constitution. It's like I don't want you to be it's not like something happened with laws overlapping and stuff. It's not a loophole. It's to prevent the government after you've been acquitted from going right back. Imagine so like Okay, it's not a loophole. The movie is wrong, so like, get that conception of it out of your mind. Double Jeopardy itself is not a loophole. It's a fundamental part of our Constitution. Um, I mean, the Fifth Amendment says, um, yada, 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 nor shall any person be denied due process, yada, 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 nor shall any person be the subject of the same offense to be twice put in jeopardy of life or limb. So what that... The reason being, imagine we lived, well, I mean, you could say imagine we live in these times, but to make the point clearer, uh, you know, imagine we lived in a time, uh, you know, uh, pre the end of segregation, you have a really zealous prosecutor who just wants to lock up every black person in in a city. Um, so they bring an action, the jury finds them not guilty, acquits them. If we didn't have that clause, the prosecutor could say, well, that jury sucked. I'm going to do it again and keep going and going and going until essentially the, uh, the the person has no money left to defend themselves. They find a jury that's willing to convict. Um, so this clause is a necessary, a necessary piece of our criminal justice system. I see. Yeah. OK, so they basically wrote this being like people are dicks. Let's yeah. not let them be a dick about this. Yes. Okay. Well, then that makes this segue a little awkward. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Though specifically so, about dicks? It's about dicks. No, it's about... Um, because, again, I think the way that I've always perceived that is a legal loophole, which is not what it is. Right. But then I was, I was doing the thing that I normally do, which is existing solely on TikTok. Mm. Um. And during all this, I have, like, a group of friends, and all we do, like, this group chat is just sending TikToks to each other. It's kind of uh -huh. sad, but also super fun. So my friend sends one, and I wake up at the bright and early hour of 10 a.m. Um, mm -hmm. and check my phone, and there's a there's a, a bunch of TikToks in there. I look at one, and they talk about um, they talk about this thing I want to talk about, which is basically this, this is seemingly a legal, a legal loophole. Mm -hmm. um, I'll just tell you about it now. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so... There is a man named Brian C. Cult, and I got all this from Wikipedia, so it must be true. Okay. Um, he works for Michigan University, or he did. Um, and in 2005, what he was doing was writing a paper about um, the Sixth Amendment and kind of some of the things that the Sixth Amendment allows. And the whole idea is that the Sixth Amendment, not the whole idea, but part of the Sixth Amendment says, if there's going to be a jury trial, the jury has to be from the same district and state. Mm -hmm. And so what he was looking for is basically saying, okay, that's an odd thing, but like, is there ever going to be a situation where a crime would be committed in a place where the jury, where the district and the state aren't the same? Does that make sense? Right. Which, so, yeah. So he goes out and he just starts looking for places, which seems uh, reckless. This is a, de this me. is a desperate law professor looking for fucking something interesting to write about either that, or he totally heard about this before and was like, I'm going to look into this. Well, Wikipedia is a specific way of knowing, and so it's very perhaps he did here, but so but he turns out he found what he was looking for. Um, now we get to talk about another favorite of my topics: national parks. Oh, honey. so this will be okay. Fun. Bring it. So, um, Yellowstone National Park, obviously, as you know, was uh, as I, I believe know. the, fir lots. the first national park that was ever yeah. commissioned. Lots of Yellowstones. Ashley Judd is there. Yeah, exactly. There's that's where she lives. She haunts it. <laughs> Um, and Yellowstone National Park exists 
mostly in Wyoming, but there are slivers in Montana and in Iowa, Idaho, she, Iowa. She, whoa! <laughs> yeah. How dare you? You're not yeah. out of the state yet, bitch. I know. So there's slivers there, um, which is not a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it is federal <laughs> land, so great. Yeah. Um, all of Yellowstone National Park exists within the District of Wyoming when it comes to federal jurisdiction. So that's fine, mm-hmm. again, um, if a crime happens in the Wyoming part of Yellowstone, then we're good, right? Because there are plenty of people in the entire state of Wyoming who can who live in the same district and the same state, right? They live in the district of Wyoming and the state of Wyoming. Right. Plenty of people grab a jury, throw them in a room, tell them to 12 Angry Men or whatever the fuck that movie is. Right. Call it a day. Sure. Um, the problem being is that what happens when you get things like, what if a crime is committed in the Montana part of Yellowstone? So if you commit a crime in this Mon- Montana part, in order to have a jury that pleases or adheres to the Sixth Amendment, you have to have a jury f- of people from that small sliver of Montana because it's the same district mm-hmm. and the same state in Montana. So, and that's, again, fine. Right. Um, the problem is if you commit a crime in the Idaho part of Yellowstone because no one lives in that part of Yellowstone. So... Theoretically, this person is saying this um, cult. Why this, is this... that? It's it's just it's just a really small part of Idaho. It's just it's fifty square miles. It's um, yeah. It's it's just like this little sliver of land that just no one and it's a national no one lives park, there. right? So it's like... and you can people can live on national parks. There's sometimes that like there was a community there before before it was like oh, um, and then they made it national land. Okay. I'm, I'm sure there's some weird nonsense happening there that I'm not sure about. Um, but just no one happens to live here. And it's really just that they don't happen to live there. So if you want a jury and if they're going to adhere to the Sixth Amendment, you ha- they have to be from the same. They have to be from that little sliver of Idaho. If there's no one to make the jury, then you can't have a jury trial. And technically, technically, that would be unconstitutional. So you can't actually prosecute that crime in theory. Up to murder is what this person is saying. So Sure. Sure. So, in fact, so <laughs> what I thought was great was this person... <laughs> This person two thousand five wrote this paper, and then um, they were trying to get the government to close this loophole, mm-hmm. but couldn't really get enough traction. Like no one would listen cause... because no one li- like no one lives there. I assume it's not a particularly nice part of Yellowstone because it's not like. Wouldn't this be an issue? I don't know. I guess who's going to national parks just to commit crimes? I think the idea is the fact that it exists. Like, it's never really been tested. Sure. Um, so, like, no one's been like, let's go fucking murder someone there. This guy should. He should be like, I'm going to go kill someone. And he see should. What they do to me. Yeah. So, um, okay. so, hang on. So, he, okay. he writes this. He, well, he writes this thing. Can't get anyone to take him seriously. And, like, so then this guy, CJ Box, excuse me, in 2007, <laughs> writes a book called Free Fire. Which oh. is about the death, the zone of death, which is what this is called, by the oh. way. Wait, is this, is this fiction or nonfiction? This book is fictional. Oh, okay. So writes this fiction book with that as the main thing. I think it's like a thriller. I do kind of want to read it now. Is it like the Hunger um, Games? Ooh, fingers crossed. You just drop a bunch of kids there and hope they kill each other. <laughs> I would totally be down for that. But here's the deal. This guy, this guy wrote the book just to become more like to get people aware of this. And it fucking worked. So, like, so there's this senator from Mike. His name is Mike Enzi. He's from Wyoming. And he was unable to convince Congress to, like, really all they have to do is just change the where district. the district is. Exactly. And just call it a day. It would be, seemingly it would be, like, such an easy fix. But apparently that's not the case. Well, not with when you have – not in the previous administration. So, like, he should bring that issue up again in the current administration. And I guarantee you something will be done about it. Well, I'd imagine it was this book was written in 2007. I'd imagine he either oh, tried 2007, right. which was Bush, or 2008, which was Obama. So, so like I said, it's never really been tested, but it kind of has. Um, so there are no felonies have been um, committed in the zone of death, the Idaho portion of um, Yellowstone. Okay, but a poacher illegally shot an elk in Montana. So obviously, everyone was up in arms. <laughs> this the the country was aflame. Um, they do have enough residents there that they could form a jury, but it's difficult because um, difficult with quotes around it mm-hmm. um, because of traveling issues or unwillingness to serve on the jury. Sure. Apparently. So um, a federal ju- judge just said he'll tr- be tried seemingly by a group of people in Wyoming. 
Um, so this federal judge is like, we'll just find people in Wyoming in the district, even though it violates, seemingly it violates the Sixth Amendment. Mm-hmm. The poacher, this poacher who was in trouble, cited this guy's paper, the 2005 paper by um, Brian Colt. And the court was like, can you fuck off? Like, they just were like, no, thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is funny <laughs> in a way. Yeah. But but he took a plea deal. So he uh-huh. it didn't really resolve the issue of, of what would we do if we had to form a trial. So um, or form a jury. So it was very like, like supposedly. Yeah. And so there have been like articles, like news articles of people who are like who have gone missing and who are on vacation. And, and people occasionally throw out this idea that like maybe a murderer took them to the zone of death and killed them. <laughs> now, is that is that a bit presumptuous? Just wait. Just wait. It's yes. going to happen. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I thought that was kind of like it's. Yeah. It's kind of a cool theoretical loophole. I don't know what would happen. I, I cannot. I cannot imagine them just saying, well. Looks like you got away with it. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't seem like how this works. So there's a lot going on here. My initial mm. thought was, yeah, just redistrict it. This is not an issue. Obviously, Congress has to act to do that. And obviously, this right. is not a huge deal because like no one it's not like they're finding tons of bodies or like just, you know, people are going, hey, who knows? Yeah. Maybe that's where, all, you know, every disappeared person is. They end up in the zone of death. Um, yeah, there's just like a there's yeah. one mass grave. Yeah. One day someone goes to plant potatoes there and they're like, well, there's a skull. And then they find a million dead people. You never know. That sounds right. But that's the thing, right? It's like it's there's seemingly a very easy fix, but it just has to happen. Yeah. And like in the meantime, like no one's seemingly like going. Um, so what I'd like to say is, Joe, would you like to go to Yellowstone with me? <gasps> yeah, totally. My God, I have the greatest place to take you to. I'm a gay ass bitch. I'm Joey J. And sex before marriage is never the way. Oh, no. (laughs) Do you know where that's from? That's not how I expected that to end. I want to say it's got to be from Saved. No, it's from Parks and Rec. So I'm Marshall Langman, and I'm here to say that sex before marriage is never the way. And for some reason, I always just want to put those two verses. So I'm a gay ass bitch. I'm Joey J. And sex before marriage is never the way. Cow, welcome to our discussion of Drag Race. I also love that you made a reference to Drag Race um, using Joey J's thing from like episode two. Mm-hmm. So we we have two episodes to, to talk about. Um, first episode. It is the RuPaul Mark channel. Obviously, I love the title. Um, okay, so look, we're not going to spend a ton of time talking about this. There were three groups. They each did a thing. Some did it better than others. The end. <laughs> I think if we're going to talk about it, there's one group, obviously, we talked about. Simone's group? Yes. The Flag Factory. That's so good. Factory. That was... Well, I mean, it's not even the group. It's just Simone was really good. She was, I mean, I think she was good. I think Rosé was pretty good. Um... I don't see, I, I don't, Rosé was fine. Yeah. I don't think we saw enough of Rosé's part. I think, well, that's, I think really it's like, we, Rosé was fine. I think other people were just like, I saw not necessarily a lot of them. And it was still just kind of like, okay, go home. Like not go home, go home, but like enough. (laughs) Like, I don't want to watch this anymore. Um, So they were, so the whole thing was they were doing little um, mini skits based on, on like random holidays, like flag day. Um, And uh, it was an acting challenge. So Simone obviously knocked it out of the park. It was she she just did a great I, I mean i didn't expect her to have these like acting chops but she was doing all these hand motions right. that were perfect she had she had like a great just like random um uh, uh little flair she put when she was saying factory yeah instead of factory so like she's she has she's very smart she has a comedic she has comedic timing she has um you know clearly some some comfort being in front of a camera or on stage mm-hmm. and it really shined in this it did this episode. i think it's it's one of those things where it's like i i really liked i've liked her the whole time it's just more of like it was one of those things where it's like i really like her i'm just waiting for like the acting challenge where she fails or the sewing challenge where it's going to be bad you know what i mean i'm just like i'm waiting for the other mm-hmm. shoe to drop and so far both shoes are firmly well one shoe is in the air so <laughs> once it i don't know <laughs> exactly. if it's going to drop but here we are yeah um, and the other shoe is in her hair yeah <laughs> yeah um, she was great. The other, so it was her Rose and then candy was in the top. Okay. I don't get it. I don't get it. Candy was literally playing a clown. I'm like, girl. And she was like, 
well, I guess we could talk about this after because in the beginning of the next episode, she goes off on how she thought she should have won and everyone else was shit. But um, like it, it is not hard to play that character and be funny. I thought it was much harder to take apart like Elliot's or Joey J's or even Simone's and make it funny. Uh, that took a lot more work. Um, yeah, that, that was character was quarter- written to be funny as opposed exactly. to... Right. It was an easy one. So I don't know why she's so proud of it. it and it even wasn't that funny. So whatever. She was a literal clown. And then... Um, okay, Bottoms that week. Kamora Hall obviously was the worst. We had another... This was another kimchi moment. Uh, remember in the kimchi season where kimchi couldn't say something with the right like inflection oh, and either yeah. Michelle Visage or Ross or someone was giving her critiques. Um, yeah. And a part of me thinks this is still like, there is a difference. And, and I don't know what Kamara Hall's first language is, but kimchi's first language was Korean. Mm-hmm. And there is clearly a cultural thing going, Oh, not clearly, but as I say, there might be a cultural thing going on and, to, to kind of just like keep making fun of someone for it or like pointing it out and not trying to like assist them in well, a more constructive way. This would is be better. This is the thing. So this is, I was getting annoyed by this. Obviously I've taught pronunciation mm-hmm. before I've taught intonation before I am a trained phonetician. So here we are where I'm like, <laughs> I am annoyed. Um, but so the idea is that like, it's like, if I just keep yelling at you, you'll hear it. <laughs> and you're like, no, especially with intonation, it's really hard. Um, but it's also hard with sounds, right? So it's like, Mm -hmm. so for a lot of speakers of like Japanese, right? There's the whole RL thing, right? Whereas Mm -hmm. in Japanese, it's basically the same sound, or at least it gets, whatever they have gets translated into L and R in English the same way. Um, Mm -hmm. To be able to pronounce those differently, you have to be able to hear them. And if you can't hear them, you're not going to. And so just saying it to somebody over and over again is not always going to be the way to do it. You have to be like, do you hear the distinction between like, I don't know, Hail and hair. Um, but like, can you hear those distinctions? And if the answer is no, mm-hmm. then we really right. you're not going to be able to create it. Right. And so she just clearly yeah. couldn't hear the distinction that that Ross was making. And then, of right. course, she's not going to do it. Right. So it was just very frustrating to see her get made fun of for that. That being said, it was kind of she was, it was also really bad. It was. Yeah. <laughs> The thing that the acting uh, itself was not great. Um, I thought the skit was kind of funny, like when she whacked Denali with the tree branch, mm-hmm. and like I thought it was stupid. But well, I did um, like whatever. the fact that like all of the skits it, to be the whole thing was like they're all the same skit, honestly, with the yeah. same lines. Like I own fifty one percent of this company, mm-hmm. something where a, something ought to be, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. So like that was funny, but um, yeah, yeah, I and again, like we probably didn't see the entire thing and the whole, you know, we didn't see the entire taping of it. But so Denali was the other one in the bottom mm-hmm. two, and I forget who the third one was. In, oh, Lala, it, it right? was. Oh, was it Lala? I I think I Lala should have. I think it should have been Lala and Kamora, honestly, which it wouldn't have changed the outcome. I mean, Lala would have won, right? But the lip sync, but. I, I just thought Denali suffered from a larger drop in expectations than anything. Like she, like she was expected to do better and then just didn't do as well. Whereas Lala's was just flat and not fun to watch. I agree with that. Um, I was, I hated it because I like Lala. Sure. Um, so here's the real thing. I'm actually kind of glad at the end though, that Denali was in the bottom because, oh boy, did she fucking put on a goddamn show with yeah, that lip sync. She really did. I felt bad for Kimura, but girl, do the assignment. You know, when it comes to drag race, never like you should know by now your garment should be able to be functional in the event you have to lip sync. And if not, tear that fucking thing. I don't care if you spent $5,000 on it, rip it off your body and dance. Or um, or be so good in the challenge that you don't, it doesn't matter. Well, right? exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, but clearly that's what she wasn't planning to be in the bottom. Or if she was, she really didn't care that much, which I have. I have thoughts on this that I want to get back to, which are, I think, clearer in the next episode. But listen, Denali proved herself to be a fucking monster of a performer. Also, both of their looks were phenomenal. Uh, the yes. sort of bird of prey look and the um, uh, the like Asian inspired with the dragon right. uh, and the tail. Both are beautiful yeah. in the tra- trains challenge. Which of the, do you, what were your favorite train looks? Those two were definitely two of my favorites. Um, I love Simone's the do rag train. 
Yes. Oh, I, I think those and Simone, those were my top three. My least favorite, fucking Tina Burner. What in holy hell yeah. were you wearing? I, I kind of agree. I think like there's actually like going back through them, um, I like I like almost all of them. I don't like Joey J's so much. The tongue and the mouth was kind of like, it was fine. Like it wasn't the it worst. It seemed disjointed from the rest and it just was not done well. Candy Muse was... No. That was put together in a way that it was put together. Um, <laughs> Rosé's, I didn't super like because it was the blue suit. Yes, I did not like I that. I liked the front and I liked the back. I didn't like them together. And I didn't like the color. She did it. She did. No. I, that color blue to me is so tacky. And Oh, that's not right. Okay. <laughs> I'll end it there. Yeah, you're um, done talking. But what I will say is that you can see the difference in how that fringe was done. I think it was done better by Gottmik in the following episode. But yes, I agree. But we we'll, can get, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, uh, I also really liked Elliot's. People were kind I of too. like poo pooing Elliot's. I think I think Elliot can turn a fucking look, and she knows it. I so. think so too. And her like the the wig was so great. Like it was very. It was, great. It was amazing. The the makeup was the bodysuit the... fit beautifully. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She looked fantastic. So I was, I liked hers a lot. I, again, I like Elliot. I like Elliot, but I also am super hesitant to because I just feel like, again, the other shoe's going to drop and she's going to be a terrible person. <laughs> I will just say that El- I'm liking Elliot more, especially, okay, well, this is a good transition. So Denali kills it. She stays. Kimora sadly goes home. If you haven't seen Denali's um, 100% Pure Love, uh, a video that she did with all the Chicago Queens and Kings. You have to watch it. It's super good. Go look it up on YouTube. It was really good. Uh, um, so, okay. Next episode. Mm. Um, now, which is the ball, the ball, the bag ball episode. Yes. Now we start this episode with the Queens coming in from the elimination and candy going off saying, I think Elliot should have been in the bottom randomly for no reason. Right. And, and Simone is my competition. And then, for whatever reason... Hang on, can I also address something really fast? Simone is everyone's competition. She's... To s- okay, can I address something else real fast? Yeah, sure. Everyone is everyone's competition. Well, yes. It's a competition but reality That's show. like saying... But it's like... So, uh, I just... I, I was watching with my roommate, and she crochets, and I was like, that's like me in this house saying, you're my main competition for crochet, other than the dog. You know what I mean? Like... Like she's clearly, I don't mean to equate all the other queens to dogs, but she's. You just did, so. <laughs> well, that's fine. But like she's clearly right now the top, right? I mean, like there's no sure. question about it, honestly. There's like her it, and Denali was, are doing great. Yes. Even with like Denali's can- bad performance. Like, yeah. It was Candy talking for no reason. It's like, girl, learn when to just shut the fuck up because you are not helping yourself. Yeah. But I, and I sort of thought that. Tamisha's reaction was a little unwarranted because Tamisha then was like, she called her out for it, but was like, no, 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 no. We're all your competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, maybe calm down a little bit. It just got out of hand, which then carried over into untucked. the untucked. Well, but to, what I to really fast. Tamisha is not really fast. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> Tamisha is. Tamisha, Iman yeah. is coming for you. <laughs> she is like, she's 49 years old. You know what I mean? She's like, yeah. I'm. I'm not going to deal with your fuckery, but also Mm -hmm. she seems to like, she does kind of have to prove herself because this is not the kind of competition she's really performed in. You know what I mean? Sure. And so she's constantly, I think she, she wants to be like, I'm your elder. So I deserve respect, but for whatever reason. Right. And that, but at the same time, not getting it from candy. So she's kind of not dealing with it. I do have to, I do have to love that she was like, little girl, little girl. I was like, ooh, snap. Yeah, that was rough. That was and rough. Lala was like, yeah, I used to know this bitch and she's going to fight. Um, that was great. Yeah. But what I wanted to say is I thought Elliot handled that whole situation great. Elliot got called out, said you should have been in the bottom. And Elliot was like, okay, fuck off. Yeah. I'm going to mind my own business and do great. So good for you, Elliot. Yeah, you're not a judge. So you can think I belonged in the bottom all you want, but yeah. who gives a shit? Long story short, Candy, just shut the fuck up. Yeah. So, um, okay. So this was the ball, the bag ball challenge. We're going to talk. So the way we're going to do this whole thing, we're just going to talk about ones that we want to discuss. So, because uh, there's too many looks. Um, so first up in this is, was the puns. The first one, I'll say Joey J's mm-hmm. poison IV bag. Okay. She clearly... <laughs> She clearly did not get what the judges were saying, but at the same time, I I don't give a fuck. That's not what she was going for, but how cool would it have? Like this, this is where sort of, you know, thinking about your look goes to the next level. What if all those little syringes had green in it and halfway down the runway, she sticks the green into the IV bag and spritz it in 
And right. because that's what you do with IV bags. You literally just take it and, and put a shot in and, um, and then turned that green. And that would have been such a great, like poison IV. Right. If she dressed up as like poison Ivy from the Batman movies with Uma Thurman. Exactly. It, it wasn't well done. I just wanted to defend her and saying, well, I agree with you. I think like, cause Carson was like, you just don't get it. And it's like, it was, the bag was an IV bag. She had Ivy on her. Right. Both of those things are that like, yes, poison Ivy is a thing. But last time I checked, when you get poison ivy, you don't need an IV bag. Like, there's no real connection there other than saying there's poison ivy and I have another right. layer to this. Right. It's really just Carson bragging about another layer of a joke that didn't need to be there. Right. So, yeah, I, I thought it was fine. It gave, it gave me Katya vibes. But not well done. No, no, no. It, you went to Michael's, put got a thing of ivy, put it on a bikini and, and on a bodysuit. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. All right, so Lala Ree's look, bag of bones. I actually fucking love the concept for this. Okay, it's a bag. It's like it's like a brown this brown bag, and then her she's dressed in this black dress, and it's sort of like she's sort of like a um, a witch, uh, uh, like a shaman, a, sh- a witch doctor, a, a witch doctor from like uh, like like voodoo or something. Voodoo. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Yeah. My brain is fried, but. Um, and like, so her dress is sort of like that. And also maybe like the smoke rising out of the bag and then the bones swirling around her. The problem is the bones didn't look great. They were right. too few there. They weren't swirly enough. They looked, it just looked haphazard, but I it was, they were the hot. Concept. It was a hodgepodge of bones. Like the, I, I do like that. The bag was like the mermaid tail kind of a thing yes. um, of the dress and the hair was great. And the makeup yeah. was amazing. Like she's yeah. great at those things, but it's like, execution of some of these looks you're just like ooh, honey <laughs> like this yeah. is so yeah i was it was rough um idea good execution bad okay i i love simone's fun bags i thought that was really fun i think those are the largest boobs we've ever seen on drag race potentially 100 percent. it was very much like have you seen the movie um joyful noise i already know the answer is no uh, no it's dolly parton with um uh Queen okay. Latifah and Kiki Palmer, and they're all doing. They do, but they're doing like a like a sister act style like um, choir. Like, but when you see Dolly Parton in it, she's wearing like a choir robe, but it's so fitted to her. <laughs> like, she got it so fitted that like you just see her huge knockers, basically. Yeah, um, it's great. Yeah, I like this look a lot. I thought it was hilarious. She looks gorgeous. The hair is great. The dress is beautiful too. I, and then she pops them at the end. It was great. Yeah, it's very funny. It's Simone doing glamour camp and it was done very well. It was done very well. Okay. So what did you think of Candy Muse's bag of tricks? I actually quite liked it. Um, I liked the idea of it. I I wish I got more of a magician vibe from the outfit. um, Sure. Than I did. So, but like, but I mean, it was cool that like the bag, she pulled that big stick out of, and then she, she did a couple more things from the bag and then it was a cape. It was a, it was a pretty cool look and it fit fucking amazing. Yeah. I will say that it was a really beautiful outfit. Yeah. So the next one was executive realness where they had to carry these bags. <laughs> they had to carry these like coach bags that were huge. They were fucking huge yeah. and so awkward looking to carry. So like these people are just like, what am I doing? Like they just, none of them looked comfortable wearing it. Mm-hmm. And it was, it just, I, the entire time me and Ashley were just like, why uh, is this happening? <laughs> um, I really liked Denali's. I think uh, people, some people were ragging on it, but I thought it looks great. Very Cruella Deville, and I liked the the whole nail holding the cigarette holder it was cute. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I really liked Lalaurie's, which is shouldn't be shocking because um, I again we've <laughs> talked about this. My biggest flaw in the world is not being able to 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 take away how I feel about someone and their talent mm-hmm. and take those apart. Um, but I really liked this look. I liked that she's bald. I like that like the whole vibe of the dress, and I like that the shoe matches the the bag. It seems like one of the only times. It's like one of the few girls who actually like made the bag kind of work. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the other ones look like it was just like someone threw a bag <laughs> at them while they were walking on stage. Um, so I like this look. Again, it doesn't really make up for her other two looks, <laughs> no. which are yeah. rough. But this one I liked a lot. I, I like this one as well. Um, Simone's executive realness. I loved it. That whole pink fantasy with the red hair and this cutout knees and like the yellow bag. I loved it. I thought it was great. It was very Chris Rock and Fifth Element. Did they make that joke? She no, she actually said Fifth Element. Like it's very Fifth okay. Element, and I was like, yeah. yeah. Um, I again hated the bag, but obviously, and it doesn't really match the thing, but fine. Um, 
but yeah, I liked the general, I liked everything that was kind of happening. I don't, well, maybe I disagree with myself now. Um, I don't like the cutouts of the legs, um, but I do like the huge collar. I think that's really fun. And the red hair is cool. I feel like, I feel like we have to talk about this one. We have Gottmik now. Okay. Gottmik's executive realness look. So the judges said this was one of the best runway looks to ever grace the stage. I don't know that I agree. Um, I, I wouldn't be- call it executive realness. Well, okay. I mean, all of the, uh, would you I call get the idea. Any, I get the idea, can, but like, they're not like, I get what she's going for. It's very avant-garde, executive yeah. but it's like half of it's gone. Like, I just want. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, I like it. I think if you look at the fringe, the fringe is better than Rosé's fringe from the previous episode. Yes. Um, it's just done better. Um, and it's more edited. I like, I do really like it, but I don't think it's as gag worthy as all the judges thought it was. I agree. It's, it's one of the better looks for this round, but I don't think that it's like the best look I've ever seen on this entire series. And you're like, comment down. Everybody. Yeah. And also the pink bag doesn't match. Well, this again, I'm, I just think I'm going to ignore the bags for all of them with these looks. It's well, like, that doesn't matter. Like it does, but it's like they forced them to have this bag at the very last minute, basically. Was- right. But even then, like, okay, pick a color that makes sense. So you're picked pink. Well, why not red to match your lips or white? I thought white would have been like fierce, but I don't know. Without knowing what colors they had access to, I kind of am like this. Okay. Just we'll felt- just, yeah, we'll just ignore. This is just product placement. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean it is. Yeah, literally. All right, Candy's look. Hate it. Um the wig is cute and in general the outfit is like f- is fine, but I did not get executive realness from this at all. Um and I just thought it was lazy. It's a two-piece with a blazer. The only thing I liked is the wig. I like the wig. I I like the like the thigh highs. Those are kind of fun. Sure. But like um or knee highs, I guess we're calling them. Um, but yeah, I was like, are we just like executive ho? Is that really what it is? Right. That's Which is like, for. if that's what you want to go for, I guess that's perfectly fine. It's just more that like, mm. I'm bored by just like, I'm hot or like, I'm a ho yes. or yes. I'm a bitch. And you're like, I know that's... I've, we've, we've seen all those people. I would like someone who can do a little bit more. That is Candy's entire vocabulary. So, well, that's a lot of people. A lot of, I mean, we got, there's a lot of queens who do yeah. that. It's just like, okay. Yeah. But like, that doesn't mean I need to like it all that much but yeah i mean i agree with you i like the wig um so talking about utica queen i really loved this look oh that's great because i did not (laughs) really i loved it it gave me um bowl cut fantasy it gave me um sally bowls it gave me i I don't know she it was some carol burnett inspiration um i just just wait for her to talk five seconds we'll tell you it's carol burnett inspired right I thought it was I thought it was fun and cute, so whatever. I think really what I so whatever. <laughs> what I think I didn't like was was all of the like some of the weirder things hanging from the sure. necklace. It was a lot. Um, and I don't necessarily always like this style of dress, so it's maybe just that I it's not my favorite kind of dress. Um it wasn't my favorite look of hers, but again all of her looks were pretty were were good, so Andy, I'm going to say the same thing to you that uh, Candy said to Joey, which is, I love you, but her taste? Mm. That's fine. You can like this. Let's <laughs> go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But it's but it's true. Last challenge, we have the literal make your outfit out of bags, unconventional material. Let's dive in. Joey J's girl wears a silhouette. It actually, I really liked the ponytail and her face. Like, it's so funny how beautiful she looks as a queen when she has a wig on um it's as almost as if that you know a wig can really make an outfit or break an outfit you know i i agree yeah that's true <laughs> i mean I, but i think the the lack of a wig that she sometimes does is really good it's just sure. like sure it's too much it's, though like it's, i don't i don't hate the again this is another like i don't hate the idea of this look but the execution of it was just clearly like uh what <laughs> there's no silhouette and it right. and that's what it just looks like a bunch of fabric and it was falling apart during the lip sync, but okay. always lovely when things are falling apart while you're trying to wear them. Right. Um, speaking of which Lollary. Okay. Oof, 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 oof. She walked out here on this. And again, I love Lollary. Her makeup looks amazing. I love the hair thing she's got going on. Mm-hmm. Everything North of her neck. Amazing. 
Lower than that is the most terrible thing in the human world. It's by far the worst thing to ever be worn on the stage. Yes. To ever be made and worn and yes. anything. So congratulations, Lala Marie. She's a winner in that regard. Or the, the she is the loser to RuPaul's Drag Race. It's just if anyone says, who lost RuPaul's Drag Race any season, you say Lala Marie did with this outfit. I disagree with that already, okay. but that's fine. Yeah. Um, um, here's the thing. So I was listening to Bob and Monet talk about this. You you get like eight to ten hours to make one of these outfits. What the fuck did you do with 10 hours? That is a long time, girl. You super glued some bags together and then left the bag part on? You didn't glue them together. You glued them onto this corset and they all seemingly fall off individually. Like, I even love that Nicole Byer, who is like this nice person who's normally going to be like, everything's good. She's like, girl, you couldn't cut them in half and cover more of you? Like, what are you, like, what's happening here? Or like, you couldn't, you couldn't make them look like something else. You made them, you just took a bag, folded it up with the handle and just stuck it on something. Yeah, there's, I I just, I don't want to keep looking at it. For me, nothing will make up for this. And I wanted to send her home the minute she walked on stage. So let's just stop looking at it. Oh, I still love her, but I know uh, you do, Andy. I know you do. That's part of the problem. Yeah, this was this was <laughs> this was a misstep, to say the least. <laughs> okay, Elliot's look, girl, she fucking killed this. I so she I she looks say gorgeous. She does look amazing. Her makeup's great. Um, these wigs that she's doing because this is reminiscent of the wig that she wore when she first came in. Is it the same wig? No, I think no. it's different. But these wigs that are kind of like blown to the side almost. Yeah. I think, she, I think, no, I love them. I think she looks really good in them. I think yeah, they like. I, I could, I could go with a little, with this one in particular, I could go with a little more versatility because we've oh. seen this before. I think she knows what, what outfits to wear that with. I will say the fact that she turned, I mean, I loved this coat was just mm-hmm. amazing. So she, yeah. did, she, she did the thing. And honestly, I thought she should have gotten a little more praise for that. I agree. I also love the pink that it's not so vibrant. It's kind of a muted dull pink that I like, but it still is. Yeah. I love it. I think it's great. Okay. Simone, did you hate this or no? Um, I have conflicting feelings. One, you already know. Should, do you know what I'm going to say? I already love about this. That there's a long ponytail. Long braid. Love, love it. it. It's great. Love it. Um, everything else. I'm kind of like, okay, it looks like you're trying to be like, like you're going to the Catskills with the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> I actually have no idea, but sure. You're giving me like 1950s, like, okay. Like, pinup bathing suit, which is fine. It's just like, I'm here's just a, like, okay. Yeah. Here's really... the thing. The construction's not good. And mm-hmm. this is a construction challenge, but I still think she kind of looks good. So I mean, it. of course fuck she does. Haters. I just love Simone and I want her to win. So she can do no wrong. And I love her. Oh, I'm, so- oh, I'm sorry. But Lala Ree has to go home because she did a bad dress and I love her. Um, she didn't do a bad dress. She did. Well, I don't know what she did. I wouldn't say it was a dress. Her that arts and crafts way. mistake that she, that mistake she wore <laughs> onto the runway. That's unforgivable. Okay. I would say I'm going to do the thing that I don't like to do with this is not great what I've been given. What I would have loved <laughs> is if she would have just, and maybe I, mean, I am doing it right. If she lined up the things. A yeah. It's like, especially on that on, or I guess skirt. it's her right. Yeah. The skirt just doesn't, it looks weird. The, it again, looks, construction issues should have, right. should have done something else, but whatever. Right. Yeah. Not, clearly not bad enough for me to like, be like, she should go home immediately. She was definitely with her other outfits. She was definitely safe. I agree. Got Mick. Um, I liked it. I, I, this whole deconstructed, like Joan Jet, you know, inspired kind of thing. Sure. I think the fact that it was well made is what was the most impressive. It's right. Other than that, it's a bunch of straps and fabric. It's not, yeah, it's not much of anything. That's yeah. my thing is I'm like, I agree. I'm like, it's, I like it for what it is. I wish it were something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's interesting. Like, uh, yeah, no, 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 I agree. Yeah. I mean, I also, but I love the, like, the head Oh, yeah, look. absolutely. Anyway, the, yeah, Got Make yeah. is great. Yeah. The rock star aspect of it was awesome. Yeah. Okay, the, this ball fantasy from Rosé. I, I hated it when she first came out with it. Right, yes. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, you are, you are Dot from 
Spaceballs. Oh, I was going to say she's Ma from Futurama. There we go. M- mix yeah. the two together. There you um, go. And, and then when she spun, I was like, okay, you're spinning again. We get it. But then the more I looked at it, I was like, okay, like it's well done. So I'll give her that. I did not like this wig. I think in much the way that like Elliot's wigs are done really well, I think some of Rosé's wigs are suffering. They're struggling. I don't know if I completely agree with that, but I, I, I don't disagree with it on the spot. How about that? Okay. Um, Rosé's, this look for me, is kind of like Rosé has been for me the entire time, where it's like, the more I watch, the more I'm interested. Mm-hmm. But it's t- it takes me a long time to get there for her. Yeah. So it's like, I really didn't like her at first, but now I'm, I'm liking her a little bit more. I also like her. She's a really good narrator of the show because she's kind of like, she's she doesn't seem to be, she's even keel. Yes. All right. Candy Muse. Girl. Mm. I mean, okay. I like the wig because it's crazy. Yeah. And I thought her makeup was good. She's wearing that stupid silver choker again. The outfit... That skirt is just, it's just a bunch of backpacks. It is a bunch of backpacks. It's similar to the, in the, in theory, it's like what Lala did, except it looks way better. Um, sure. Right. It's just like, these are on you now. Well, at the top, like, I mean, she actually constructed the top, which is, you yeah, know. no, that's what I mean that. I mean, the skirt though, it just is like, you had you just pasted bags around you. Yeah. Um, I don't hate it. Um, I do. <laughs> I wish it was a little bit like kiddier. Like, these are like backpacks to me. So it's like, oh, I'm taking my backpack to elementary school. You know what I mean? That's what I would think. Yes. And so if it was more well, like. Well, no, no, like, no, no. You took your backpack to the first semester of college because you are hoe. What's her explanation? Oh, I don't get that. Me neither. You're in college, so you're a whore? Okay. I, 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 I like it, kind of. But it's still probably lower. I'm ready for Candy to go home. I, I can tell. And last, Utica. What did you think about Utica's. Well, from your intonation right now, I don't know how to think. I loved it. I thought it was so No, I, I thought it was, I mean, the construction just, was phenomenal. Thinking just about how you make this look so fitted mm-hmm. is insane. Well, she's, like, it's, this is what she does. Like, she makes, she was talking, you know, yeah. that she makes outfits. So, like, this is what she does. Yeah. Um, I will say when she came out, her head, she did look a little bit like a clitoris, which is great. I loved it. <laughs> okay. Um and uh, no, overall, I really liked it. I thought this was enough to get her in the top. And honestly, I liked it better than Got Mix. I wish I could see this. I want to see this exact thing, but in different fabric. Um, and not even necessarily like non-parachute fabric, just different colors. Like a two solid colors, I think would be... Or just something other than these crappy sleeping bag designs that she had to work with. Right. And I thought... Yeah, and I think that this would be like for this for this challenge. This is great because it's yes. like it's clearly a sleeping bag, but it looks so. Yes, I'm going to use the word couture. Thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but like, yeah, no, I would love to see what this looks like on like just like literal like a cloak kind of a thing. Exactly. I think that would be really cool. Um, but yeah, um, so those are the looks. Yeah. Okay. So do you agree? So Got wins. Do you agree? No, I think Utica should have won. Agree. I think Utica's all three of Utica's looks were really well constructed and really good. I may not like the middle one with the the dress. Sure, but like it but was that's, good. Right. I'm not going to say it was bad. It just wasn't my taste. Um, so yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was good. I I think Gottmik was good, but like the first look with the body falling out was kind of like it wasn't. I mean, it was gory, but whatever, it'd be gory. But it was kind well, of just like gimmicky okay this it was campy and this is fine fuck off not gimmicky but like it looked i wished it looked looked more like a cost it looked more like a costume and less like also that's not really what body bags look like but what no body bags aren't clear but that's right i i I, listen i think it was really close i understand why they chose got mick because they all loved that second outfit i think utica nailed it with her last look and should have been in the top now let's talk about our bottom our bottoms of the week. We have obviously Lala. Come on. Uh-huh. And right. then we have Joey. Do you agree with those picks? Oh, heavens. Um, Cause I think Tamisha would have been the other choice. I don't fully disagree. I don't think Tamisha sh- should have gone home. I think Tamisha's getting to a point where if she doesn't give us something a little bit more unique or entertaining, mm-hmm. cause right now she's doing everything that's really, really good and it's well constructed, but it's just kind of like, boring or old or pageanty and pageanty is not bad but it's like i mean you kind of just described tamisha boring old and pageanty <laughs> no offense tamisha i think you're great no i really like her i just need her to like 
I just would like something else there. Um, um, yeah. Because I really like her as a person, and I really like what she's doing, but, like, there doesn't seem to be a lot of personality in her looks. So would you have switched her with Joey or Lala? Oh, I mean, Lala needs to be in the bottom. This is, right. like, 100% yeah. needs to be there. I don't know. I don't know if I would have... Well, let's see. Hang on. So he, so the the construction on Tamisha's outfit was really good. This is another thing Bob and Monet said in their review. Um, Which outfit? Uh, of Tamisha's. The const- even though it was tacky, the construction was great, and it had a silhouette. So that's, I think... I think I would agree that that saved her over Joey, but just by a hair. These, like, Tamisha had these, like, shoulder pads going on. Pauldrons. Like, yeah, that, but then had them also on her waist. Yeah, it was tacky. And it... it it made her look like it didn't it didn't do anything for a silhouette. Had she gotten rid of those? Had she gotten rid of all that? It would look yeah. great, honestly. I, I think, think so too. Yeah. So yeah, I think I kind of agree with this bottom too. Um I also agree with who went home. So Okay. I don't. I think that the outfit here's where we get in I mean, did Lala win the lip sync? Yes. Do I 100%. care? No, because look at what she's wearing. It's it's hideous. It's offensive. It's obscene. <laughs> I'm I my eye like I, my eyes hurt just looking at the screen. Um, uh-huh. At least Joey put a fucking outfit together as bad as it was. So whatever. Am I heartbroken? No, I'll live. Sure, but I would say, I would say yeah. Like, but this, as you've pointed out a number of times to me, um, <laughs> this isn't just making an outfit. It's also being a performer. So right. that's why the whole lip syncing thing is a thing, right? It's like, can you show me that you would earn this performer status? And I think Lala Reed did. Yeah. More than Joey J did. But again, I think we're leading on two different... We're just sitting here agreeing that they should both be there, but leaning a little bit one way or the other. I mean, yeah, I ultimately agree that by the rules of the game, Lala should have stayed. I just hate that it was... I just... I don't know. I'm just... I feel personally attacked by Lala's outfit. <laughs> so... I wanted to bring something up. Do you think that, not to make this discussion longer than it already is, but do you th- do you think that we've gotten to a point with Drag Race where it's like, okay, we're getting these queens, Joey J, Lala, Kamora, where, you know, Joey came on the season saying, filler queen, like we are, Rue is clearly, and the casters are clearly not picking you know, Simone's across the board or, or, you know, um, got mix across the board or Rosé's across the board. I feel like they are consciously picking people that they know are going to be filler Queens. And like, maybe that's their job to, is to, is to like have a select few that will make it to the top rather than have like an all out competition of like the best of the best. Uh But that like, do you think it does a disservice to people like Kamora, who we know that they're not going to be performer or actor actress extraordinaire, but but this made them more famous than they would have been otherwise. Yeah, I think. Like, do, I guess my question would be this: Do you think Kamora came on here to win? No. Think, or at least thinking she would win. No. Right. Then why would she come on? I think it's for the fame. Right. Exactly. I mean, it's it's being it's it's having that like exposure same thing for joey. Bad thing. same thing yeah. for joey do you think do i think joey was was you know delusional delusional enough to think that not wearing wigs was going to get her to the top no i think she knew she was going to go home she called herself a filler queen but but like i also don't blame her for coming on the show because that's what they're offering they're offering you fame and then it goes into okay well like had we if you took the position that we're only going to like, we're going to cast a season of like, maybe we'll do fewer contestants. We're going to do 10 girls who are fucking rock stars every season and are going to kill it. I think we would get a better show overall because it would be Ooh. much more feisty. Right. Cause then we'd be arguing more about the kind of this kind of stuff instead of disagreeing or, or agreeing about like, yeah, Lala was terrible. Well, let's get 10 girls on there who are phenomenal this sounds like when people talk about like the bachelor where it's like the first the first half of the bachelor is really just for the drama of all the contestants and once you get to like the back half of the bachelor it gets into a thing of like okay now i can kind of focus and like see if i have feelings right 
but it's a little bit like that where it's like the first half of the season is really like a different show than the second half of the sure, season. Sure. And that's kind of like what happens here. I think too, like you get, I think if we did that, like, don't get me wrong. I think it's a cool idea, but it would be a more boring show and you're not really, getting... I don't know if it would, I think you'd have so much more drama because people would be so intense and so convinced that, that like they have a shot at winning and imagine a perform, imagine like Simone being the worst of her season. Like, Oh my God, what would we see throughout the rest of it? You know what I mean? Maybe let me clarify by boring. What I mean by boring, maybe not is so much like, oh, I'm I'm not going to get the drama or I'm going to get more drama or whatever. I mean, like, I'm not going to get the variety of kind of like drag that you're going to get. Because if we're literally only looking for people who are going to like win and who I think ultimately what that means is who like Rue thinks would win. Like, mm -hmm. I think you would end up with a lot of um, the same kind of queen over and over and over again. You'd get like, you'd get like two or three kind of things. You get like, Seven comedy queens and seven pageant queens, and then you'd be done, right? Like, mm, I don't know. I, I disagree. I think that there's an that there is enough variety, and because you could get an Evie Oddly, a, a Brooklyn Heights, a Simone, uh, you know, a, a Roxy Andrews, an Alaska. Like, those are all very different queens who all did very well or are doing well. well. But I think some of them did, and maybe my memory of this is wrong. But did Evie do well the entire time? You know what I mean? Like, did I think some of these people that we saw win, at least with editing, you didn't expect them to win completely. I think it's the editing, but okay. Well, well, well then, but I would I say also, like I also don't think necessarily like expect to win, but they all like none of them did terribly during their seasons. So I don't no, know, but I mean like you didn't see it coming, so you're watching it and you're basically saying like, look, do we think in if everybody was like this? gorgeous queen do we think evie adley would have made it that far does that make sense right yeah i think that's kind of where i would go is i think i think you would get a bottleneck of the kinds of queens who could come on and having more of a variety gets you to see all those kinds of shades of gray if you will sure all right well just a just a thought but overall loving this season we can just wait till next week and see who candy muse punches <laughs> Well, Andy, it's it's goodbye for now. See you next time. Auf Wiedersehen, goodbye. Auf Wiedersehen, goodbye. So long, farewell. Perfect. I've never seen that movie either. Get the fuck off the stage. Do you want me to do something different? No, it's perfect. Do we press stop now and you and stop?